Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? It is your Prime Minister's favorite podcast, a.k.a. <laughs> the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I am your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. Joined, as always, the Jacques to my Cousteau, Chad Sowash, is in the house. And we're recording live from Unleash World at the Text Colonel booth. And what better wow. first interview to have than CEO of Text Colonel, Herard. Herard. Moldor. Joining us. <laughs> Herard, welcome to the podcast. For the third time? I think it's the third time. I did send you guys some re- uh, recording, you so maybe <laughs> maybe it's four times. I don't know. You get a red velvet, red velvet smoking it, it, jacket. It, if he's named Jet, then I'm Gerard right now. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Herard, Gerard, Herard, Gerard, Herard. A rose by another name smells yeah. just as sweet. So, like text. Kernel. What do you prefer, yes. Herard, Gerard? Gerard, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do my official pronunciation on this show once, and then I give it you, to us. You can just use Gerard, Gerard, yeah, Gerard, Gerard, yeah. All right, so you guys uh, are you guys are making things happen. You're moving and shaking. Uh, some news that recently came out: the text kernel LLM parser. Oh right. my give God! Us, give us the skinny on Here this, we go. this, uh, this release. Yeah. So, so l- like with every development in machine learning over the past two decades, uh, roughly, we're also embracing large language models. And the great thing about these large language models is that the start that you have is already at a very high bar. So uh, it's better than uh, anything that's come before. So. What the great thing about our capability now is is that we're combining this large language model with our proprietary deep learning models 
And by doing that, we can actually get it even more accurate, but uh -huh. also we're able to solve for a really big problem, which is the speed of the parsing. So we're bre basically breaking up with our deep learning parser, the CV into bits, and then sending that into synchronous separate calls to a large language model. And, and this way we can actually get to reasonable speeds. Still, I must say it's for our high volume customers, it's not the recommended solution uh -huh. right now yeah. uh, because this is going to be too slow. But if accuracy is really important to you, yeah. it's great. And we're super excited. Practical use. I mean, one of the things that cracks me up is we've been talking about large language models and chat GP this and Bard that and, and Claude. And we're not hearing like, you know, real practical reasons to be using. I mean, literally from a business standpoint. Yeah. And this is probably one of the first <laughs> other than going and putting your your job descriptions into chat GPT. I mean, it's yep. just it's one of those things where it's really cool to be. You guys are the market leader in parsing, yeah. right? Matching all the way around. And now instead of just staying still and waiting for the market to do something, you're doing it yourself. I like with every, like we were the first to release deep learning based parsing engine. And now we're the first uh, real supplier, right? Yeah. To uh, deliver a large language model parsing engine. And we'll continue to also test different large language models, right? We're, yeah. we're definitely gonna jump on top of Llama, for instance, from Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Because what the great thing they do is they're, they're making it open source, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so that creates a lot of possibilities for us. So that's great. And I believe that we're still like um, scratching, you know, kind of like the surface of, of where AI or where digitalization. Well, you're just starting though, right? I mean, it, it, you know, what I think most people don't understand is you don't just plug in an LLM and it just works at the max and, and best efficiency no. and or capacity, right? No. This is a learning type of prototyping type of a thing. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's going to get better over time, speed wise, accuracy wise, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, and what what's most excited uh, exciting about it actually is is kind of like what where we're taking it next, which is sort of like you have to imagine you can ask anything, right? Basically, you name it, we got it. Okay, uh, it's actually a project we did during Innovation Week. The title of that, where we're using basically a large language model, and we're letting you kind of like on the fly decide on the data model uh, of your outputs. And where I think the value of large language models will come in is that you can combine what's in the profile of a candidate with the real world knowledge that's inside uh, such a large language model. Yeah. But the question is, how do you do that in an easy manner uh, and also scalable manner? So that we're figuring that out, yeah. basically. And I appreciate yeah. Chad mentioning what you guys do, because we didn't ask at the beginning. I think we all just assume we know TextKernel and what you guys do. Yeah. Would you add anything to the parsing side of it oh, in terms totally. of a general view. Yeah, we do we so parsing is it, it is how we started right uh, just yeah. like so like so friend it which we acquired definitely with confidence i can say we have the the best matching engine in the industry uh, -huh. uh we have a sourcing application that help recruiters search easily on external sources and pulling candidate data into their ats we deliver the most comprehensive insight in the labor markets the man side of the labor market through our jobs data products uh -huh. So just to, to put a number out there, we've analyzed 1.6 billion jobs and you can analyze that job history and job trends historically real time uh, based on skills. So for every company there is in the US or Western Europe, yeah. I know what skills 
they're hiring for? What was the first time, time they were looking for somebody that knows Hadoop? You probably know better than they do. Uh, yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. Actually, we do. <laughs> no, it's so funny. It's funny that you say that because yeah. I recently was, actually was at a customer uh, and they were talking about kind of like how to get more control on what they were writing in job descriptions and yeah. also kind of like what everybody was hiring for. And I said, like, like don't you know? And they said, no, we don't. And I said, well, let me show you. <laughs> and I can also show you where it was published. Yeah. Uh, and I can also show you the context uh, people that, you know, they are mentioned in these contexts. And they were like, wow. <laughs> Long story short, we're biased, but TextKernel is yeah. awesome. Oh, Check yeah. them out if you need to. So oh, yeah. I want to get back to the LLM, the new technology. And so many times when uh, a company in your position has to worry about disruption, has to worry about the next new company startup that shows up, how much of what you're doing is, we want to make sure that if we're disrupted, we disrupt ourselves. Is there a chance that this becomes the new foundation of TextKernel? Will this always just be a feature ad? Is it a way to scare off the competition? Talk about the disruption and, and how you think about it. Yeah, TextKernel is very innovative, basically, from, from, from the start. So we have this competition we do called Innovation Week, where uh, we actually promote bottom-up innovation. So everybody in the company can pitch an ID. And, they, and, and it's not like a hackathon. So it's actually like a one week where we close the entire company. And it's not just for developers. Anybody participates in such teams. And so uh, basically in the spirit of that and also a little bit inspired by Google, we started TextKernel Labs. And I think with these large language models, or you know, you could say the, the capability. I'm sorry, TextKernel what? Labs. labs, okay. Labs. labs. Sorry, labs. Yeah, yeah. labs. Right. Is my pronunciation Proceed. not correct? Labs. Labrador yeah, Retriever. Ah. Labs. labs. Got it. Okay. So, so what we're doing in labs um, is uh, building prototypes really quickly to solve problems that our customers sometimes come up with, or create solutions that we think of ourselves, uh -huh. and we make them available to our customers for a particular portal. So it's not for all customers, so it's some customers that gotcha. get access to it. Yeah. They provide feedback. And when we say like, hey, this is actually really interesting and it solves a big enough problem, yeah. uh, we then start to prototype such things. So I think that's a really good way of starting to actually really test the waters with all the capabilities of large language models and generative AI in general, figure out, hey, what actually really works? So yes, I agree with you, like you said, like a job description builder, right? Yeah. How much value is it, right? Yeah. Still, we had to we had to build one, but yeah. we did it in two People weeks. People love the magic trick, Gerard. <laughs> yes, they love they the do. magic. Pull the they rabbit do. out but of the hat, Gerard. Yeah. So that's in there. But like uh, automated <laughs> uh, reach out messages to candidates. Yeah. Now, where we can add value in those types of things is because of our capabilities to analyze both the job description and a profile, uh -huh. and our our kind of like our knowledge on the labor market. Right. Yeah. Think about job descriptions we know what your competitors are offering, what yeah. skills they are asking yeah. for, right? So if you write a job description for a particular role, we can provide you that information. Because it's give all you, public data. It's all public data, and we yeah. can give you suggestions. Uh, so, <laughs> so actually, the job description builder was kind of like just a finger practice for yeah. us. But now, customers are actually saying, wow, like we want that actually, yeah. and our partners are as well. So by building these things, we can also help our technology partners right. innovate faster at a very low cost. So right? you're like crowdsourcing prototypes at this point. Yeah, a bit, you could say that, yeah. 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 So innovation is a core part of your business. Yeah. 
but also more and more our acquisitions. Everyone listens to oh. our show knows about <laughs> yeah. the Sovereign oh, acquisition. Yeah. One that was very recent was Jabati. And I think excuse there was me? another one. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> Let me get a Kleenex on that. <laughs> so yeah. talk about... I, ex- I actually use that uh, uh, internally. Jabuti. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. So I said, like, let's shake our booty uh, <laughs> and party because... <laughs> I'm glad I'm making a positive impact on the world. And that's what you're giving to the world. Now Jeez, we man. party like Jabuti. Booty Latinas <laughs> and Joe Booty shake, shaking booties everywhere. So yeah. talk about the acquisition strategy, the companies that you've acquired. Um, what kind of companies are you looking for? Are these aqua hires? Talk about that strategy. Yeah. So basically the strategy is two ways, right? On the one hand, we want to consolidate some part of the market because if we are on a bigger scale, then what we innovate and the innovations we bring to the market have more impact, right? So we can basically invest more in innovation yeah. uh, that way. So that's, that's, that's one aspect of it. And the other aspect is actually acquire functionality that we haven't built ourselves where we believe like, hey, this would really be a, a good add-on. So yep. Djibouti or Djibouti, uh, well, it's actually pronounced. It's a very good example of that, right? So if you look at TextKernel traditionally, we're building too many systems like matching engines, uh, parsing data. But after the match, it stopped, right? So we can automatically recommend great candidates to a job, but we don't control what happens after. Right. Usually not so much happened or it wasn't done in the right way. So I wouldn't call Jabodi the way we position it as a full-blown candidate engagement uh, platform. It's not, uh, but it is the logical next step on what happens after you do a match or when a candidate comes to to your uh, recruitment site. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So well, candidate data gathering, right? Yeah. And you guys are a data company. Yeah. So therefore you can, it's a better engagement to gather more data and then you crunch more data and you give out better output. Yes, exactly. And like, uh, hey, I found you 100 good candidates automatically. Yeah. Now I've reached out to those candidates and 10 of them actually want to make an appointment and we're making that appointment for you in your ATS as well automatically. That adds a lot of value, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but what you're talking about is actually really interesting because the, the way I look at it like right now, many of our customers have huge databases, some yes. of them even with 20 million candidates When in they've them. spent how much money building that database, like, right? Ima- like unimaginable, yes, right? Yeah. Yes, Over years. Unimaginable for Herard is a lot, just <laughs> yeah. so everyone knows. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money, yeah. But so sometimes we do ask our customers, like, if, if we dare to be a little bit challenging, say, like, so what, so what is the value of your database, actually, yeah. right? Or your yeah. people data? Yeah, that's a great question. In our innovation week, actually, we did a project where we started to create a dashboard. Uh, and a dashboard would show kind of like what the potential value of a candidate database for a particular staffing company might oh, be. Yeah, yeah. And what it is today based on the engagement uh-huh. of that company with their talent pool right and uh, automation and the chatbots and other like services around that or analytics on your people data right significantly increase the value of the candidates uh, database yeah and can help you engage in a more relevant manner and so so that's really where we're going and what we're building uh, future acquisitions will also kind of like be in this path of trying yeah. to kind of like uh, create a more automated flow and better communication with uh, be- yeah. between companies and people, actually. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating? 
manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text Kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Now, one of the things I've, I've always been impressed with is the moat that you've built at TextKernel. Obviously, buying Sovereign really consolidated that mode and, and made it even yeah. even more uh, yeah. intimidating than it was before. But you do have competition. You do have companies trying to get stronger that have been around a while. I don't see a lot of startups. You can comment otherwise if you do. But no. talk about the, the competitive landscape. How do you think about it? What, what do others have that you wish that you need to build better? Are they stronger? Are you just the 800 pound gorilla and everyone else is just, <laughs> you know, renting space the in big, your jungle? Uh, swinging. Gorilla. Okay. We're way too modest to ever say we are. You're way right? too Dutch. Uh, oh, way too Dutch. Yeah, way on. too Dutch. Come on. So here's the thing. This is kind of like our, has been our kind of like go-to-market strategy, right? We're an API business and we deliver point solutions. So sometimes APIs are point solutions as well. But what I kind of mean with point solutions is say we build an integration into success factors to solve a sor sourcing problem and we actually build it. But our API business usually gets integrated by suppliers ourselves. So from the outside, it looks like some companies, I'm not going to name any company right now, looking at one over there, uh, might be actually seen as a competitor, but they're also a customer. <laughs> so we are, I love when that happens. We are as a company, we believe very much in 
this composable product solution yes. uh, set. And what we're trying to do is give everybody in the industry, and I know this, these are big words, we're trying to give everybody a leg up yeah. because we're trying to solve the hard problems that other companies can build on top of. So when you look at competition, I mean, I have my traditional competition, like yep. Extra, for instance, right? Yeah. And I appreciate them because we're kind of like the same age, started on the same basis. Yep. Uh, I don't, I'll, I'll never say any negative uh, about them, but we have evolved beyond what we both started at, yep. right? And we're, we're, we're kind of like further ahead. So right now we offer way more problem, uh, <laughs> products and solutions than they do. So well, certainly competition is good yeah. for business. I don't think you'd want to be the only guy in town, exactly. right? Exactly. And I think like we're like I said, we're, we're scratching the surface. Yeah. There's so much possible. So this market is still growing much faster than competition is coming into the market. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and in the end, after that, it will consolidate, which could be, yeah. you know, a good thing for, for lots of people as well, right? Yeah. Well, from the outside looking in for many companies or many prospective yeah. clients, let's say, yeah. they see the, the parsing, matching side of the house uh, as there are many companies that are out there that do it, but they don't understand that you guys are actually the guts behind a lot of those other companies, some unicorns yeah. that say that they parse and match, right? And you guys are doing it behind the scenes. Yes, yes. Best kept secret in HR tech. Yes, I mean, yeah. which is always, I always thought was genius. Right? It's not the, a secret anymore. The it's white labeling. The, the, yeah. Yeah, well, the, we're the not naming labeling. anyone, right? So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's smart business for them though, because it's hard work doing what, I mean, it's like one of the heaviest yeah. lifts in the industry is what you guys do. Parsing, matching, being able to contextualize data is fucking hard. Yeah, building taxonomies. Yes. Maintaining those. Yeah. You know better than I yeah. do. Yes. Ontologies. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. It's but we horrible. love it. <laughs> it's horrible. But we love I wake yeah. up in, in midnight sweats all the time. But I love it. If yeah. it was easy, everyone would do it. Right. So yeah. we talked about partners, competition, startups. You're here, we're here to unleash. What what are some of your takeaways of the conference? What are some of your goals here at, by exhibiting? What do you hope to get out of this week in uh, Paris? Uh, yeah, uh, regrettably, I'm only here for one day. So it's, it's, it's just today. Primarily happy I'm talking to you guys, of course. Oh, Thanks yeah. for being and here. And having you on our booth, right? So, oh, yeah. uh, so that's cool. Yeah, for me, it really is a networking event. And it's just like, uh, and I just like an uh, interesting uh, company right behind our booth. Just uh, do forget, I forgot their name, but uh, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> it's just like a, a new company. And we're just talking about kind of like what are, what, what are their biggest hurdles in development? And that, that's yeah. actually, you know, skills and an ontology. And, yeah. and they, they're, they're like, they're, it's such a big lift for them, but they have a great product to uh, help people uh, progress their careers. And just like in a regular conversation, you suddenly have a new potential new partner that will use your your product. So oh, for yeah. me, it's networking, just understanding what people are I building. I think he's going shopping is what yeah. I'm hearing. I'm well, hearing. Yeah. I mean, if you take a look at it, all, all, the, all the startups that are around here, if they need data and 99.9% .9 of them need yeah. data, they need somebody to parse it, contextualize it. So, I mean, it's like, this is this is shopping from a couple of different it aspects. Is dating, Number yes. one, new new clients yeah. in the prospect of who knows M and A one day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the other day, like many of the exhibitors here are somehow using a software component of ours. The other day, like a 
some time ago I was at the Bourne event. I didn't expect it there. I, I felt I had like, uh, okay, this might be more competitive actually, right? Yeah. They're more focused on staffing, of course. Uh -huh. uh, but even there, I suddenly noticed like, hey, I think probably 30% of the suppliers here use either like a software and Ortex kernel uh, type of technology. Yeah, so, so we're trying to be nice to everyone, basically, of course. <laughs> Smart. And, and help out where we can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. your brand is not one of uh, animosity and fear. <laughs> no. It's... It's a it's, it's a loving touch. It's the red light here. district of the uh, <laughs> HR tech. Oh, okay, everybody's okay, okay, welcome. I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's very inviting. Now you've gone too it's far, so Now you've gone too far. No, but we'll take we'll take anybody on our on our boats on oh, our yeah. tech kernel boats, whether you're a competitor or or a partner or a customer. We don't care. Yeah, uh, we'll take you around. That's uh, right. There's an electric see. bike and a pair of wooden shoes for everybody. <laughs> yes. At Text Kernel. <laughs> Gerard, thanks for your time. Thanks for letting us uh, camp out here in your booth. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. For all of our listeners that don't know you, that want to connect and learn more, where do you send them? www.textkernel.com, of course. Yep. And uh, you can also hit me on uh, LinkedIn, Gerard Mulder. Uh, it should be easy to find uh, <laughs> in Amsterdam. Absolutely. Yes. And the best coffee is here at the Text Kernel booth, by the way, as well. Chad, that's another one in the can. We, we out. Wow, look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chat and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuckleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.